Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into this Monday pod of Born to Be a Star. It is Monday, another day, another opportunity for us to recognize our star power, to recognize that we can do anything we set our mind to, and to celebrate our life. And why not? I think that it's extremely important for you to look in the mirror and reflect on where you've gone, where you are, and what's next. For you to look in the mirror and love your reflection. For you to look in whatever mirror it is and say, yes, I can. And for you to have it implemented in your mind of never giving up. Taking that mantra from John Cena because there's a world full of people that don't feel like they're good enough to do things. And, And why should people be worrying about what others think? Why are we building that kind of reality for each other? We shouldn't be. It's extremely important that we realize that life is supposed to be joyful. And it's supposed to be fun and enjoyable. And it's supposed to be like a lesson in a way too. I want to invite you to love yourself. Regardless of what you've been through, where you currently are, regardless of what didn't work, what failed, what didn't exactly turn out the way you want it to, it could be a million different things. I want you to look at the fact that you're still here and that you can still try. I believe in you and you believe in yourself too. You should believe in yourself too. And I want you to understand the idea that you're not alone. Um, we were watching uh, WWE this past weekend on Saturday, um, and um, the whole situation with the WWE is another thing that brings people together of all races, of all ages, from anywhere around the world, and it's something that we can like together. I just think that we have to love each other and appreciate each other and challenge each other to do our best and forget the rest. And I encourage you to sometimes seek out happiness instead of anger. And I encourage you to uh, navigate yourself away from frustration and find positivity instead. Um, I was dealing with some stuff this past week and I could have gone one way instead of another. And I decided to be positive instead of being negative. And I'm just very glad that I did that. Moving on from the beginning of the podcast where I tell you that you are a star wherever you are, let's get into the next part of our conversation, which is no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. At some point one day, I'd like to work for the Daily Wire or some conservative outlet or just an outlet that does not try to mute out opinions and thoughts. To begin our conversation, um, I think it's extremely important that we recognize that the elite or the government has wanted to silence us from talking about the fact that maybe this COVID nightmare, not good. Maybe it's not as serious as you made it out to be. Making us wear masks and not see our family members and go through all this nightmare and inject into our bodies many times all these things. Anyways, 
I don't trust anything they say. The people that are creating these shots or whatever are lying. If that's the case, then what do you think they're doing? Do you think they're telling us the truth? Because I don't think that for one moment. I don't. And you shouldn't either. Biden went on the stage last week and said we better vote for him because our country is doomed. If you're trying to say that you're about democracy, saying that there's only one way for us to go as democratic or progressive is not the correct thing to say. And your actions have spoken far louder than your words. I mean, he came out the last time like an authoritarian and he's being perceived as like you know like the king of a country like the dude in china or whatever america tries to separate itself by pretending it's something that's not that bad and that they care about the citizens of the united states but biden is a horrible president people that are on the democratic politicians do not want him coming to their state to represent him he literally tried to promote John Fetterman, who, by the way, is losing in the polls because he's fucking horrible. And yes, I'm cussing because I just there's so many reasons we need to go out and vote and bring 10 people with you tomorrow. And you have to vote Republican. Democrats don't deal with power well. Not only do they not deal with power well, but they also do not budget correctly. We are in a deficit. We owe $30 trillion. 30. I was on Twitter moving on from Biden to Elon Musk. Looking at Musk's comment about charging people that have their name in blue $8 to keep that. And people were commenting that he has so much money he could pay us. That's not how it works, man. I'm sorry. Like, what is wrong with people? Your your thought is you want to you want to take someone's money that earned it with something that they created. Like the idea that people don't understand the rich, the elite, like Kanye West, Elon Musk, rich rich people that created their own wealth, and you want to take it away from them. Why? Honestly, how do we do this, right? You can't punish people. You can't punish a thought process. And you can't punish an understanding by trying to make people that have money the victim. Like, out to be the bad guy and you're the victim. You don't get to enjoy their money or their lavish life. And you haven't done anything. That's not how it works. If you want to be successful and you want to be rich too, then figure out a way to earn money, save, invest it, and grow out your own wealth. You don't have to be upset about other people's wealth. But it kind of sounds like that's exactly what's happening. And I don't know why. That's the question. Outside of the fact that Joe Biden sucks, Let's talk about the fact that there's not a backup for him. Is it Gavin Newsom? Is it?
I just have you heard Kamala Harris talk? She's she says the weirdest things, right? She is not someone that can be in control of the country. I I just don't think a Democrat can handle it. And I'm not trying to say that all politicians intend to be monsters, except that they are. Because taking money from a state that you represent and not doing things that you're supposed to do, and it's not okay to be corrupted and not implement money and not create things that are going to help the working class and to punish them time and time and time again. To say you're going to fix roads, say you're going to implement all these things for working class, lie about the fact that you're going to forgive student loans knowing you can't do it. Like, I just, I don't know. Where do we go from here? How do we continue to hold these people responsible? Kamala Harris is talking about Venn diagrams, okay? Gavin Newsom keeps being upset about Ron DeSantis in Florida. And I'm sorry, but Florida is nowhere near California. The state you represent in California is a crap hole. It's not good. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not just Gavin Newsom that's the problem. The person that's running in Arizona against Carrie Lake, clearly not qualified. John Fetterman is an embarrassment. And these are important states. But now Democrats are spending money on states they just should have won. Is that not a problem? Tomorrow is going to be Tuesday, right? And um, I am going to be at the polls doing what I do best pulling away um i love the fact that i'm involved with the polls this really gives me a way to be involved with politics like fully on and it's very enjoyable for me and i enjoy that because i talk about politics all the time and at some point i'm gonna end up completely talking about politics all day i mean i mean that is the end goal here to end up having a podcast where I can talk about the things that they're doing and they're not doing and it's all good. Anyways, we have to hold them accountable and tomorrow is Tuesday. Tuesday. 
And I hope that you're thinking long term here. Because there's, it's been almost two years and they're still talking about January 6th. And I'm sorry, but January 6th wasn't the worst day in the United States of America. 9-11 was. When people from another country got on an airplane and took Americans' lives like it didn't mean anything. You know what's been the worst part of living in America? Witnessing Biden talk about continuing to give money to Ukraine as homeless people take over Los Angeles and other parts of the, the country. Why aren't we implementing money to help those people instead of helping outsiders? Why do people get to just claim that they need sovereignty and that they need to come get help from the country they're coming from? No one's helping Americans. I think we have to be selfish in a way. We can't just allow everyone from everywhere to come here just because you want people to vote for you. That's not the answer. And if you think it is the answer, it's a pathetic answer because you should be working hard to try to win over Americans. And that isn't what you're doing. The borders in America are an embarrassment and it's a problem because the guy that attacked Paul Pelosi has been in the United States illegally for 25 years from Canada. So that's an illegal alien. Doesn't belong over here. He's not an American citizen. Explain that to me. You know what the funniest part about it is? He's got a, a Black Lives Matter flag, a rainbow color thing. He's a nudist. He lives in a van. He doesn't have a job. That is the Democratic Party. That's the best karma that exists. And I'm not going to apologize for Nancy Pelosi. But this didn't have anything to do with Republicans, man. They're going around TV. Every CNN anchor you can find is blaming the, the tone of Republicans it, it didn't have anything to do with Republicans. They did this to themselves. Honestly, I'm not saying that it was okay for Paul Pelosi to get hit. I don't want anyone to get injured, and I'm glad he's okay. And it's horrifying thinking that someone would legit go to their house to even get Nancy Pelosi. And that's scary to me. But what were the people doing that were supposed to be monitoring the cameras? Why can't we see the cameras? And why aren't we getting the full police report? From the conversation that you can hear from the police tape. Why is Paul Pelosi saying the guy is his friend? I don't get it. There's so many missing parts here. I want to believe that things will be okay. But I don't know. Tomorrow, we have to hold them accountable and vote Republican. That's it. Moving on to the next part of our conversation outside, tomorrow's going to be a bloodbath for Democrats, and they're going to really regret everything that they've done incorrectly, and I'm going to laugh all day when I leave the polls. Um, well, I guess all night. The problem with favoritism. It kind of coincides with what I just said. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Favoritism. Typically, there's favoritism at jobs where managers won't like say anything to somebody because they like them. So they don't feel like it's necessary to tell them about what they're doing incorrectly. That is favoritism. Also, there's favoritism when it comes to politics. Like 
the media doesn't hold Democrats responsible when they mess up and do things incorrectly. Like the fact that the United States is in more debt than it's supposed to be in. And I'm not just saying that it's the Democrats that need to be held responsible for the debt. But for the majority of this, I am saying that. Why aren't politicians calling out John Fetterman more? And then why is the Twitter squad going after the journalists that are doing it? Like, how are we going to get back to some sense of normalcy if we don't do things correctly? Like, our jobs. Favoritism doesn't help anybody. Saying you like one person more than another is going to create a lot of... um, It's going to create a very envious situation with jealousy, envy, and worry, and just stress, and it's not worth it. You know, I consider myself to be a very strong woman, so I don't really get envious or upset. When it comes to my job, like the idea that someone else is getting treated better than me, and I'm, I'm very smart and I'm extremely educated, I have a master's degree. So it's likely wherever I work, I'm, I, my education is higher than anyone that works there. There's just that. So if you're going to disrespect me and insult me and make me feel like I don't matter, then like in my mind, like I'm good. Bye. Like, because I don't have time for that. I'm trying to succeed and and build a. I'm trying to build. Not just a wealthy life. But I'm trying to build something to give to my children. Not a couple thousand dollars or some college saving, but something that they know is theirs. And that doesn't equal favoritism. So I'm not going to act like that with them. And I try not to do that with anyone else. But I witness people do it all the time. And it just irritates me. Like you're going to treat one person better than another. And you don't. That's not okay. And people do it all the time. It's going to lead you to be surrounded by a bunch of people that are unqualified. And it doesn't work. I'm just saying. Favoritism is not the answer. It's not. Bad leadership. Bad leadership leads to bad business. If you have a leader that doesn't know what they're doing or they're not reliable or they're irresponsible or they're trying to create something that doesn't make sense in in their area or whatever they control, then whatever they're attempting to do is going to fail. And bad leadership is not good for business. Unfortunately... For the majority of life, managers are not that competent. I don't think it matters what industry I work in, whether it's teaching or target. Um, managers are, are typically always just morons. Like, they don't show up on time. They don't do the schedule on time. They're not responsible. They get, like, distracted easily. They forget when you're supposed to do something. They don't mean what they say when they talk to you. And if you want to have a conversation, then you're going to get what you're you're making. I, I don't know about you, but I don't like the idea of bad leadership. 
And I consider myself a leader. I consider myself someone that wants to set us apart from others and wants to do amazing things. I mean, I'm trying to build a dynasty. Why am I trying to build a dynasty? Why am I trying to implement things in my own name and, and build a brand was born to be a star? Because the idea is, why can't you be a star? The idea is, why can't you do all these things? Why can't you be amazing? Why can't you be successful? Why can't you chase stars during the daylight? Why can't you be that guy? Why can't you be that girl? Why can't you be that person? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this. But bad leadership isn't going to lead you to that success you're chasing. It isn't. Why you shouldn't just run. It coincides with what I just said. You shouldn't just run because running is the easy way out. Dealing with a situation and coming to the second part of it is going to give you some sort of ease. Because when you're running from things, you're not dealing with it. You're finding an easy way out of it. And finding an easy way out of it isn't the answer. It's not. We have to do a better job of dealing with difficult situations. We have to do a better job of communicating with each other and and telling people when we don't like things. I find it's difficult for me to be honest about things that I don't like. But I'm going to try to do a better job of dealing with it. I am. I just, I feel like we have to do a better job of dealing with situations instead of running. Because running isn't the answer. So fun. We have to do a better job. Like, if you're in a relationship, you can't just run from it. If you're dealing with a bad situation at your job, are you going to quit your job and find another one? You really want to go through training all over again? You really want to make all new staff? You really want to do that all over again? Granted, there's times where maybe you should be looking for another job. I can think... Uh, you're not getting paid enough. It's definitely a reason to be looking for another job. Or you're looking for a job in the town that you live in because you want to work where you live. That's also a good reason. But if we're not talking about those two things I just described, do you really want to quit your job because you don't want to deal with the situation? Is that the answer? It probably isn't the answer. Do you want to move because you don't like 
the street you live on. Like, there's so many things you don't have to run from that you can deal with. That's all I'm saying. Some people aren't bright. I think that I'm having difficulty realizing that. I feel like I want to give people the benefit of doubt because I I don't know. I, I just assume people are smarter than maybe they are. And that's my own downfall, I guess. Um, my husband has told me that um, I'm looking at things from the mindset of somebody that has a master's degree. So everybody typically isn't going to be as smart as I am because I've, I have a master's. There's different levels of smart, though. There's street smart. There's hustler smart. There's book smart. There's education smart. There's all these different levels. And I, I would consider myself smart in different ways. But maybe he is right. Maybe I am looking at this wrong. Maybe the reason why I, I, I'm getting frustrated is because people are not that bright. People are not that smart. It's just a thing. And I think I've been just giving people too much of a benefit of assuming people are smart. So I've just got to come to the realization that some people are just dumb, man. They just are. They say stupid things. They do stupid things and you can't help them. And I'm not saying that people can't learn and become smarter, but sometimes that's just the case. And it's difficult to admit that and just say it out of my mouth. I'm hoping people get smarter, but I can't give sympathy to people that don't deserve it. Like if you're like making your bed, you got to lay in it. Like, like, I don't like the idea where people say like, when you're younger, you should have kids because that's going to be easier and you'll be able to play with them. I don't like the idea of that. I want to have kids when I have a house for them to run around in. How about that? I want to be a responsible adult. I want to have a career, right? I want to have, you know, a mindset to give to them so they're ready for whatever they're getting into. If I don't do that, then how's this going to work out? I don't know. That's just one example of what I was saying. There's so many ways where things can just go one way instead of another. And people are not that bright. So you can't give them the benefit of doubt. And when people are trying to insult you, it's typically that they're stupid. So, you know, the best lesson I could tell you is trust trust in your conscience. If something's telling you not to get that aggravated because these people aren't smart anyways, you shouldn't. Just saying that. Moving to the next part of our conversation. Letting things be. Honestly, this coincides with what I just said. Well, not the stupid people part, but the why you shouldn't just run part. I think that you can't change everything, even if you want to. 
And I struggle with that, wanting to be in control and wanting to change things and make everything perfect and make everything glamorous. I struggle with the I want to be a Kardashian syndrome. Not that I actually want to be a Kardashian syndrome, but not realizing that my life is not like theirs. Like things are going to be different. Not that, you know, I'm not living a great life because I am. But my life is different than your life and your life is different than mine. Like that's life. I don't like how social media has convinced us that we have to have more than we probably need and has convinced us that we have to do more things that don't make any sense. That's the part where I'm like, I don't know about this. Anyways. Sometimes letting things be is better. Sometimes that's okay. It's okay to be happy with who you are. Like I say at the beginning of the podcast, looking at your reflection in the mirror, loving who you're becoming, that's okay. You are a star. And letting things be is okay. Because you can't control how hot the sun is. As a star, you have to you have to brighten up the sky during the night. And you have to be the illumination of light. Because it's your responsibility to be as bright as the sun if you can be. Feed that into your soul, into your day, into your month, into your year, into your seconds, into your minutes. Until all you see is the light because you are the light. It's okay. Moving into the next part of our conversation, let's get into watching things with Star Watch Talk, Star Watch Talk. We watch together. So... Manifest is a show on Netflix that looks okay. I'm thinking I want to watch it. We'll see what happens. Uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, another new show on Netflix. I just saw that they posted that about a couple days ago. That's going on the list of things for me to watch. I have so many things to watch, and I don't have any time to watch it in, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Drink Masters. I feel like I'm curious about the show because I'm wondering, like, what kind of drinks are they making? Like, they're doing Drink Masters, but what does it taste like Honestly, I don't know about that drink masters. I'm going to give it a try because I like shows about drinks and maybe it'll be good. Um, We'll see what happens. Inside Man. That's another new show on Netflix. I wonder if Inside Man is like the Inside Man movie. Uh, The Inside Man movie was very good, but I don't know what's going on with the show. Sometimes I feel like when they make shows, they're not as good as the original movie. But we're going to wait and we're going to see. And I'm going to just add it to the list, I guess. Movies on the couch. I was thinking about this. (coughs) Talking to some coworkers. um, And sometimes it's better to watch the movie on the couch than watch a movie at the movie theater. Like, I haven't seen, like, The Woman King. That's not really a movie I want to go to the movie theaters to see. Not that I don't like the, the, the main character. I mean, she's great and all. But, like, that's not really my taste of movie. 
So, like, that's not something that I want to see at a movie theater. No offense. Um, it's just not my thing. I'm more into horror and action. Um, that's, like, our go-to's. And typically, I'm going to movies, I go with, like, my husband or, like, my mom or whatever. So, we like a specific kind of movie. And I don't know. I don't know about my mom, but that's not really anything that I want to look at. I kind of like the enjoyment of watching a movie on a couch. Because if I have to go to the bathroom, I can pause it. If I want snacks, I can get my own snacks. I don't have to pay a gazillion dollars. And I have the luxury of playing with my pup, having a blanket on, getting cozy. You know, maybe a light's on so I can see or whatever. There's a difference. Movies on the couch... It's sometimes better than movies at the movies. Just saying. Need to start Midnight Club. I've been saying I was going to watch that on Netflix for about a month. And I still haven't started watching it yet. I really got to do this. We'll see what happens. I am going to get to that show. So you better hold me accountable and you better send me messages about Midnight Club. Or how about do me one better? If you've watched Midnight Club, send a response and tell me. Post a message down below and say, I've watched Midnight Club, Star. You need to watch it too. So I can watch it too. We'll see what happens. Does Lucifer has a new season on Netflix? I don't know. Like, I'm so far behind on that show. God, I think I'm on like season three or four. How many seasons of that show are there? I really need to go on Netflix and look. As you can imagine, I've just been so busy. I haven't really had any time for that. We'll see what happens. But I do like Lucifer and I do want to see all of it. So I'm not saying no. I'm saying I'm going to get to it. Moving into food with Veekstar, Veekstar, Veekstar. Where'd you get those? Where'd you get those eyes? They're star, duh. Got them from Sun. Moving on to food. Million dollar chicken. Is there such a thing as million dollar chicken? I wonder. I don't know. Maybe. Like the recipe looked good. I think you bake it in the oven. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it's delicious. Keto burgers. Like instead of using bread, you use a waffle maker and you make your own, um, like your bread with a waffle maker. I think I'm giving up bread. Like I think I'm done with bread. I think I just don't want bread anymore. I think I've had enough of it. I don't know. I'm excited about keto burgers because giving up bread means you're not dealing with sugar and carbohydrates. And I think I just got to detach myself from that. So I really, really, really want to focus on that. I think that's extremely important. And I think that keto burgers is, is a healthier alternative to regular burgers and bread. And it's probably more flavorful also. Uh, keto Big Mac pizza. I saw a recipe on uh, Pinterest for it. And it looks delicious, right? It looks delicious. And honestly, I think I'm going full-blown keto, and we'll see what happens. Um, Creating a coffee bar. I want to create a coffee bar, but not where we live now. Probably when we move. I want to create a coffee bar, and I really want to get... I'm trying to think. What is the name of that? Um, That thing that I saw that I was telling you guys about... Let me find it. Uh, 
still trying to find the stupid uh there it is I found it Javi that's it sorry for the moment of silence but back to it Javi, I'd want to add that to my coffee bar. I also have an espresso and a Keurig that could be in the coffee bar. There's so much that can be made using a coffee bar. You just have to get like, uh, you know, your own uh, sweetener and all these things. Literally, there's so many things you could do. And I just think that it's so important that we have coffee bars or something that's like a little coffee station maybe it doesn't have to be a complete bar but that makes your life easier when you can make your coffee before you leave in the morning for work instead of always needing to go to starbucks and dunkin donuts making the coffee at home could definitely be an alternative just saying right next part of the conversation outside of the coffee bar cowboy cornbread casserole mm. i saw a recipe on pinterest and i definitely want to make that um, so what you do is you make the cornbread and then you make the cowboy concoction, which I think is a mixture of beans, uh, some type of like meat, either like red meat or, um, ground, ground, um, ground beef, um, and some sort of bean and cheese, maybe even a little rice. I think that's what's mixing it. I'm not sure about the rice part, some corn, uh, you mix that together with some hot sauce, some salsa. Then you add the cornbread into it and you bake it in the oven with some cheese. Definitely. Outside of the fact that I found that cowboy cornbread casserole, I also found a cornbread waffle with chili. So it was a cornbread waffle. So you make the cornbread and then you put it in the waffle maker and then you make the chili. Now you make the chili following the chili recipe, which was ground beef, beans. I think it was pinto beans and black beans. I don't know if I would do the pinto beans, but maybe I would do the pinto beans. It had some sort of red sauce very good very tasty we'll see what happens very good i don't know i haven't really had cornbread that's not really something i eat until like thanksgiving but it is something that i think would taste very good so we'll see what happens anyways that is the end of this monday podcast thank you for tuning in as always to born to be a star and i will talk to you tomorrow on tuesday if you're not registered to vote make sure you are it's an important day tomorrow bye